Hello everybody, welcome back to once again another edition of the Football Podcast. Today we are joined by one of the A-League's greatest centre-backs and we thank him for taking his time to talk to us today. He has won the Asian Champions League with Western Sydney Wanderers and has played for several A-League clubs. We are now joined by Nikolai Topostanley. Nikolai, how are you going? Good, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. No worries. And we'll start off, Brad. Who was the first football club you played for growing up as a kid? Um, well, I grew up in Canberra, so I'm not sure if you guys know Canberra much, being from being Newcastle boys. Are you, are you both, you're both originally from Newcastle, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, so I grew up there um, and I played for my first organised football team was called Tuggeranong United um, and we were the Mighty Bears. That was our team name. Oh. <clears throat> Brad? Uh, uh, as a kid, what was your favourite position? Has it always been centre-back? Yeah, good question. Um, well, my dad was a goalkeeper, so he knew that he didn't want me to be a goalkeeper because he knows that Copping balls to the face and body isn't great. So he put me as far forward as he could and he started me as a striker. So I started there but slowly made my way back and at about 12 or 11 years old, I found myself as a defender, um, primarily a central defender. And, yeah, I found that, you know, my skills and uh, I guess my attributes are more suited to, to that. But I did start off as a striker. Was there any particular players or player you looked up to when you were younger? Yeah, plenty. Um, uh, I, I still am and was a Manchester United fan. Yeah. So in those days when I was younger, the players at the time were Roy Keane, um, Eric Cantona, who's infamous for uh, this fly kick incident. And but aside from Manchester United players, I think my favourite player to watch and really, I guess, kind of made me fall in love with football and watching people with skills was the original Ronaldo. So the Brazilian Ronaldo, who, in my opinion, was, yeah, I mean, when I was younger, he was easily the best player, but has had a few injuries in his career and, um, yeah, but I think he revolutionised the way I I saw how football was played. Over to you, Brad. Topper, I I read that you played at the 2008 Summer Olympics. What was it like? And out of that experience, what was your fondest memory? I did, yes. I uh, I was fortunate enough to to go to Beijing. Look, we, uh, I guess looking back on it now, I'm very proud that, you know, to call myself an Olympian and, you know, it was one of, you know, the best honours that you can have as a sports, as a sports person. Um, Mate, we played against Serbia, Argentina, which included Messi at the time, and Ivory Coast. So, um, you know, playing against those players, 
now I can look back on and say, you know, it was it was a highlight of my career. But at the time, you know, I was a you know I was a young footballer trying to make it in the in the football world. So I didn't see it as you know a, a highlight. I saw it as a challenge that I wanted to win football games. So it took me a while. I think later in my career, when I'm older, to really look at, back on it as you know, wow, I was actually an Olympian, and it's something that I you know I can always carry with me forever. You have received a number of awards like Goal of the Year and Player of the Year. How does it feel to get awards like that and to be recognised as such a great player? Look, it's always nice to be, I guess, uh, yeah, recognised and given accolades on a personal level. Um, you know, everyone, everyone likes to be patted on the back, but what really matters to me is championships and... Uh, you know, winning winning the team awards for you know coming first and you know winning winning grand finals and yeah, it's uh, as I'm still playing, it's it's what I still chase every year that you know I'm chasing the ultimate prize, which is winning you know winning the season. Um, but yeah, it's still it's still nice, I guess, to be recognised as for your for your work and and what you bring to the table on the individual level. Do you have any particular routine you do before a game? Um, apart from getting good sleep, you know, I think sleep is really important um, and and obviously nutrition too. You know, I think, you know, I, I like, you know, I like to w- go to bed pretty early and wake up pretty early and, and get a good night's sleep and, um, you know, I, as best as I can, eat as healthy as I can doesn't mean that I don't have an occasional sweet here and there um, or junk food, but, you know, I, those are my routines, you know, trying to keep healthy and, and, and sleep well, I believe is the most important things. But, you know, if you're looking, if I, you know, wear a special pair of undies or socks, no, I don't, you know, I I don't believe uh, that those things work for me, but it might work for some, some other people. But yeah, what works for me is routine and staying healthy and yeah, that's that's what you eat, how you look after yourself, how you train, and how you sleep. So they're the, they're the most important things for me. Topper, you have played at a number of A League clubs like Sydney FC, Perth Glory, Western Sydney Wanderers, and of course Newcastle Jet. Do you have a favourite? Which one would it be, and why? Oh, it's kind of hard to really pick one because. You know, every club means something different to me. I mean, I, I made my professional debut at Sydney FC, so you know that that's that was important to me. I played my first game for the Socceroos when I was playing for Perth. So you know, without them, would I have played for the Socceroos? I don't know. Um, Western Sydney Wanderers uh, won the Champions League with Newcastle Jets. You know, it's it's the I guess Newcastle's what I what I will call home. My kids were born there. My wife's from there. Um, and I played the most amount of games in my career there, so it means every club means something different to me. And um, but I can't really pick a favourite, you know. And I'm and I'm still playing, and uh, I don't plan to retire anytime soon. What was it like for Newcastle to host the 2018 Grand Final? And talk about the week building up to that. Yeah, it was it was another brilliant moment in my career that you know we we got to bring the grand final of, of A-League football to Newcastle. 
um, and to, and to its fans. And then I know, you know, kids like you, and you know, I've I've come across plenty in the street and, and playing and playing in front of them, and they're, and they're some of, if not the most passionate sports fans there are in Australia. So it was it was great to have that build up and and see, you know, all the all the people pack the stadium. We all know how the result went, and that's you know it's still disappointing to me to this day. But you know I've moved on from that, and uh, I look forward to competing for another championship this year. Topper, I have been lucky enough to meet you on a few occasions over the last few years now. If it's not at training with Job, it's been after a Jets game at Maitland's number one sports ground, and I've even watched you train at Spears Point. We have always been extremely friendly, friendly towards me, and for that I say thank you. So my question is, how does it feel to have so many kids look up to you as a player? Oh, it's uh, it's what it's all about for me. You know, um, the fans are what make football football. You know, when we weren't playing in front of fans. You know, you can definitely tell the difference, and it's, it's uh, the atmosphere is, uh, you know, it's nowhere near as exciting. And you know, I I have kids of my own, um, and I and I was once a kid looking up to adult footballers, so I know what it's like to to be a fan. And yeah, you know, I always, you know, treat them with the respect that they deserve because that's that's the lifeblood of the game, you know, and. Uh, Kids like yourself, I, w- I was once in your shoes. I was once, uh, I was once, uh, you know, eight, nine, ten year old, um, you know, that loved football. That you know would have given my left arm to to have a moment with, uh, or even talk to professional footballers. And you know, it's it's great that the technology that we have now that you know we have more access to to communication. So it's um, you know, it's, it's a pleasure to give back in any way I can. Um, we've got a question here from a, a friend who was going to join us today, and he's actually asked a really good question. He said, who was the best player you've ever played with or against in your career? Obviously, there's more to come, but... Sure. Yeah. Um, it's a hard question because I've played with many great players who offer different things. Um, you know, if I'm going to single out the best technical footballer, it would have to be Shinji Ono, who I played with, his Japanese international, played in Holland and Germany and, you know, played many times for his country. Um, but my best teammate would have to be Mark Bridge because, you know, I could trust him on the field to carry out the instruction and, and, and battle to the end of the 90 minutes. So he was, yeah, he's definitely my best teammate. Um, one last thing for today. We have um, a big fan that sent a question through to say, um, t- talk about that goal you scored at Newcastle against Perth. It's not Kelly, is it? Yeah, it's Kelly. Kelly, big shout out to you, mate. Thanks for listening. Um, talk about my goal. Well, yeah, it was... Uh, look, it, I think it just set up perfectly for me and you know I didn't even have to hit it too hard. I... I just hit it really sweet and followed through, and and the ball did its job and found the back of its net, back of back of the net. So, um, yeah, it's just one of those moments where 
you know, everything slowed down and it was, it was kind of like in slow motion and yeah, I just, I just hit it. I wasn't really thinking too much. Um, and lucky for me, it went in the back of the net in the top corner. Well, that wraps it up for today, Topper. On the behalf of Brad and I, we would like to thank you for coming on the podcast today. We wish you all the best with your new club, Western United, and good luck for the season. Thanks again, Topper. Thanks, boys. Take it easy. Bye. Thanks. See ya.